And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. And it left the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Trapped, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, so. Country music and fine moonshine. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey everyone, Jim here, Boots and Whiskey Podcast. Welcome to episode number 200 of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. I honestly cannot believe it. Um, Thank you. I know I've thrown out a ton of episodes at you over the last few weeks, and honestly, it was never intentional to get to 200 before the end of 2023. It just worked out that way. Um, I am super honored to have the wonderful JR the Handler on the show today. For those of you that don't know who JR is, JR is a previous guest of the show. Um, he has become a very good friend of ours and a big brother to us in this industry. To say the absolute least, he is the co host of the Justin Moore podcast. He's on Tig Bits podcast every now and again. Um, he is also. Justin Moore's tour manager, and he has been for several years. Um, if you want to get a big, deep, in-depth look at who JR the Handler is, go to our previous episode with him. This is this is more or less a catch-up um, episode, so a big thank you to him for coming on and, and being guest number 200 or episode number 200 i guess he's not guest 200 right because he's been on here before and a few others have been on here before but um i wonder you know what now i'm gonna have to go back and look to see who guest number 200 will be um because i think it's a big difference right to who anyway i'm going off on a tangent anyway the last time jr was here that episode was published in july of 2022 so over a year and a half ago, um, July 26th, 2022, it came out. So go check that out. Um, yeah. So again, thank you, JR, for being on the show. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas. Um, and now it's on to, it's on to the new year, right? The holidays, the Christmas festival, uh, festival, uh, festive holidays, I guess are over. And now it's just new year's Eve, right? Coming up. Um, if you have a Christmas-type holiday that's coming up this week and I don't know about it, I, my apologies and my ignorance. Um, I just, I'm not going to lie to you, I know, I know Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and, and Christmas. And I don't know when the fuck Kwanzaa is either. So, t- to be fair. To be fair, I didn't even know when Hanukkah started until it was already like three or four days in. So, I'm just, you know, I'm ignorant to a lot of things that aren't in my everyday life. And, you know, I think that's a lot of us. But anyway, I'm going off. I'm going off. Um, so again, thank you, JR, for being here. Thank all of you for being here. This is this is absolutely incredible. I can't believe it. 200 fucking episodes. Holy shit. Um, 
Damn, in, in such a small time, I want to I want to you know kind of hone in on that. We did a lot in a little bit of time. Our first episode ever came out in Jesus August. I want to say our first episode was August thirtieth of twenty twenty one, and here we are, almost you know December twenty sixth of twenty twenty three, and we've done two hundred episodes. Damn. Damn. Wow. Anyway, so thank you everybody for that. Um, if it's your first time here, welcome. Uh, go check us out on all of our socials. If I, I still sound a little groggy, I think. Um, I've been dealing with this head cold for the last few weeks, and it's actually pissing me off. It's not COVID. It's not the flu. It's that thing that seems like everybody else has right now, where it's it, it, you can't figure out what the fuck it is. But anyway. Um, also, before we get into our conversation with Jr., we also found out over this weekend that feed spout feed spot feed spout um they are a website that tracks blogs and podcasts and all that they released their top 70 of 23 for their country music podcast and we were number two like just saying that i felt my whole body just like chill number two and like you know there's a lot of other podcasts on this list that I think are a hell of a lot better than ours. Uh, maybe not. Eh, I, I wouldn't say better. I wouldn't say worse. Um, but, you know, podcasts we look up to. You know, there's... Remember Country Music's on there. The Thicket's on there. Um, our friends over at All Country News have two episodes, uh, two podcasts on there. Like, we're in great company, so thank you. Like, wow. Unbelievable. Um Huge honor for that. Uh, we have big things coming in 24. Uh, like I said, you're getting an episode every day now between now and the first of the year. And then season nine is going to start January 2nd. I am a fucking moron, by the way. Um, and then starting in 24, you're getting one episode a week going forward um, unless something big happens. Um, and that's it, guys. So thank you so much for everything. Again, I apologize for my voice. <clears throat> I can't can't seem to shake this. And I've tried everything. I've tried it. Um, so thank you for being here. We hope you enjoy the conversation. And without further ado, our friend, JR the Handler. Enjoy. We want to give a big thank you to our friends over at Off the Rails here in Worcester, Massachusetts. You can find them at offtherailsworcester.com. They have a great restaurant a great music venue. They have everything you would want to feel like in Nashville right here in Central Mass. If you're ever in the area, check out the restaurant, check out the music venue. Again, offtherailsworcester.com, 90 Commercial Street, Worcester. Check them out. year that I've been in the business. Damn. Yeah, I feel like I met a, a ton of legends at different events. Um, and then all the a lot of cool young new ones, you know, um, Randall King, Jake Worthington. I mean, just uh, one after another this past year. Then we do a show with uh, Black Hawk and Sawyer Brown and the Bellamy Brothers and Sammy Kershaw. And I'm just like, my, you know, uh, then we go do a tribute show to George Jones, get to meet Ray Stevens and, you know, legends. And uh, yeah. it's just been, it's been a good year. So that, that uh, the adrenaline on top of work, everything else been, made it a long one. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Now, do you, you know, being in this industry as long as you have, do you still get that, like, you know, holy shit moment when you meet some of these people? Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah. yeah, especially the especially the legends. Like yeah, but you can't. But you gotta. You know, you just gotta play it straight. But yeah, inside freaking out for sure. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. You know, and but even yeah, some but of the, you, and even some of the young ones. If I know they're going to be good, and they're going to be big, and I like really dig their music. I'm like, you know, because now I'm older. It's not. It's it was easier when I was their age, but now I'm older now. So now they're surring me. And yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm still cool. But. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and like, so are we not going to talk about you know you've the year you've had, and then you know, not to mention a number one song in there too. Oh yeah. Yeah, Justin chalked another one up, number twelve. Yeah, he's, I mean, you know, uh, you, me, and whiskey with Priscilla. She, we did tour with them all year. That was great. Her team is fantastic. Her band, great. She is a great entertainer, great singer, great writer, yeah. cool person. You know, just can't say enough good things about them or anybody we ran with. That's another thing. I don't think I ran into anybody I didn't jive with this year either so far. Yeah, you um, know what. Because when we saw you in July, um, you it I I was kind of blown away that you guys did an evening with how how did that come about? You know, you just never know. Whatever the promoter or the venue, whatever kind of event it is that they need something for, we do a few of those a year. You know, a lot okay. of times cas- casino shows are that way too. It's just an evening with. They just want a yeah. a draw to come in. They don't want to waste too much time. They want them back at the tables, and. Uh, you know, that kind of, or, or, you know, performing arts center or something like that. But usually there's support acts, but every now and then do those evening with. Yeah. It, you know, it kind of blew me away because everybody was asking me like, well, who's opening, who's opening for that Justin Moore show? I was like, I have no idea. Like, and I couldn't find anything on it. I know. And then I texted you, I texted Don. I was like, is there, is there an opener? And everybody was like, nope. And we were like, oh shit. Like, you better yeah. get in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When the ticket says, you got to get there. Yeah. You never yeah. know. Yeah. Um, no, nah, there's a few of those a year, but usually there's support acts on most of that stuff. Now, how, how is that for like you guys? Is that easier? Is it harder? Is it, does it matter? Uh, you know, it could be a hair more on the production team, depending on what the other needs are, if there's support acts. Yeah. Um, but for me, not really either way. I mean, evening with that, I mean, it could be better. It actually is, you know, less, less moving parts, but right. it's fine either way so now what seeing you're the tm for for justin right when there is an opening act like that right do you have to also facilitate and usually they have their own tm but do you have to still facilitate you know their stuff as well uh you don't necessarily have to that's kind of protocol though usually the head tm kind of makes you know leads the the day and um but, you know, I always do. I, I look forward to meeting all the, the new people, you know, so if I don't already know them. And, um, but, yeah, that usually is, you know, the, the headliner will issue passes and will go by the headliner's security, that kind of stuff. And you make, you know, if there's things that the support acts need, you talk ahead of time and arrange that. But I always make sure to go introduce myself. And Nathan, my assistant, does too. We make sure to you know, let everybody know if you need anything, let us know. And most everybody's cause everybody did that to me every now and then you, uh, you had some that weren't as, weren't as nice, but most everybody was always cool to me. So I try to return the favor, but, um, yeah. So usually in a, in a, in a way, yes, but they still control whatever they need to. Yeah. Yeah. So now, you know, now that it's, we're at the end of the year, right. We're gearing up for 24. 
you guys have you guys are going on tour with probably one of the most skyrocketing country music artists in the last you know five six ten years yep um how did that come about you know we've been friends with them for a while uh they actually did some shows with us five six years ago and um and you know they just we've always stayed in touch and uh mutual respect and um yeah i don't really know i guess the they reached out needing somebody to to do the tour and we were open and made it happen but uh i think i think everybody that comes and dylan carmichael is going to open most of the shows and he's one of my faves uh, he's another one i'm glad i've gotten to meet in the last couple of years and become friends with um so this tour should be really hot now i mean i don't i don't see it not being a huge success you know if you're a fan oh, no. if you're a fan coming out you should have a night of entertainment for sure oh hell yeah i can't i honestly can't wait for when you guys are up here because it's i like i can't like i still can't wrap my head around it that you know the bill that is coming is is coming like it's right. just, you know it's you know especially for somebody like me you know what i mean like i've I've been a Justin fan for, you know, since I started listening to country music. And then, you know, with the with the rise of Cody in the last few years, you know, it's like it's my brain can't my brain. I'm not sure I can handle it. I'm not sure I can handle it. I know I'm I'm in the same boat, man. I'm trying not to think about it really until I'm just going to let it happen when it happens. Try not to get too excited. And, um, you know, because going back to that, Cody's tour manager, Jackson is one of my dear friends and you know when he called me and said you know you want to run it back i knew that meant the deal was going to go down i was like absolutely so i look forward to hanging with those guys every day and noe and the guys in their band it's just it's easy it's like running into family again you know it's like your cousins it's like our cousins from texas we're all gonna get together for a long family reunion again and normally you don't get to do that you'll do some shows together and then you won't see each other for years and years and you know people change and bands and crews and stuff but most of these are all still intact so this should be a real fun tour yeah yeah we you know we've been fortunate enough to see cody now the last few times he's been up up this way and you know it's his show is like any unlike any i've seen in a very long time oh yeah high energy yeah yeah absolutely and it's you know it's you know it reminds me a lot about a lot of you guys you know it's it's very entertaining but also polished and but not in a bad way if that you know you know what i'm yeah. trying to say oh yeah absolutely you yeah know? it's just it's pro it's just a pro show pro it's level a country pro show. show absolutely <laughs> you know there's yep. no bullshit there's just it's just it's just what it is you know yep. good singers good players good songs good production yeah good crowd some beer popcorn hell sounds like a good <laughs> night to me <laughs> yeah yeah no kidding absolutely absolutely so well hey you know hey i was gonna ask you before we go on about talking about that being excited about shows recapping on this year being where you're at what were some of the best shows that came through town that you got to, that you were glad you got to catch oh jesus um for me this year obviously kojo was was definitely one of the one of the top ones um jelly roll to, was i was gonna ask did you get to travel anywhere and go any or did uh, are these, are these really, all local not really these are all local um with my work schedule that i had this year it was it was kind of hard to gotcha get far away 
Um, you know, but the uh, the Kojo show that was here was great. Um, we got to see Jelly Roll, which was uh, I, I'm st- I still talk about it to this day and how impressed I was. I'm I only I haven't got to see his show yet, but you know I met him at that George Jones thing backstage. He couldn't have been nicer. Super cool guy. Him and his guitar player couldn't have been nicer. He was back there reciting like old Justin songs, singing them to Justin while we were getting ready. He was a hoot and nice guy. So I, there's my, I don't don't know him well. Met him the once. Super nice guy. I look forward to seeing his show because I've heard that from a lot of people. That oh a great man, show. it's it's so good. Like it's you know it's it's it, it, there's so many words you know, but not yeah. enough to you know you can't really understand it until you see it. I right. Think. Yeah. Um. You know, we got to see. We saw a lot of people this year. Um. You know, you know who was really good that I got to see, um, new girl Alexandra Kay. Okay, she was fantastic. Like okay. I wasn't, I didn't plan to stay to see her for very long, and she just gripped me and like oh, was, yeah, okay. was like, "You're not going anywhere." And I was like, "No, ma'am, I am not going anywhere." Is she? Is did she do some songs or some stuff with Tracy Lawrence or somebody? How do I know? I'm not sure. I know. I know. Um, Tim McGraw kind of plucked her off a of TikTok. Okay, I wonder. I'm thinking uh, that. I'm thinking they. She did some shows with Tracy, and maybe Tracy's tour manager tell me how good she was. Because I, I think I've heard the name. But I don't think I've gotten to see her play yet. But I got that. I'm gonna note that for sure. Yeah, she she was great. She was fun to see. Um, you know, we got to even see some bands that we typically don't get to see up here very often. You know, we saw South Hall this year. Um, nice. <sighs> Shane Smith and the Saints is always a great show. You know, they come up here once a year now, it seems. Um, who else did we see? Oh, we got to see uh, Jason Aldean shortly after his controversy. So that was... That was a little pretty entertaining. Yeah, I imagine so. I bet it was. Um, I bet. Who was you know, who was playing? Who was on the show with him? Who opened? Um, so it was Corey Kent. I heard, he's, was, I heard he's on a rocket ship on the way up. Yeah, Corey is really good. I think Corey's really really good. I think he's one of those like underrated, really good kind of guys. Um, and then Mitchell Tenpenny was supposed to be the direct support, but there was a huge storm that had come through. And they made us evacuate the the venue, um, so he missed his set. But you know they let us back in for uh, Jason, and he was actually you know a half an hour almost later than he was supposed to, but he still played his whole set, and he was nice. He was just awesome. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and you know I had seen Jason a couple of times before that, and I wasn't all too impressed. Um, but this time it was like every cylinder was just hitting. It yeah. was just it was great. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you get to see anybody? You know, do you, other than who you're on, you know, bills with? Do you get to go out to a show and just, you know, kind of be you for a night? Yeah, actually, I I do. I not many, and I've actually done more probably this year <laughs> than I have in any other year. Again, going back to that being a year of a lot of stuff. Um, I make it a point to go see Hank Jr. anytime I'm off and he's anywhere close. So I saw yeah. Hank Jr. in Tampa this year and he was on. And when Hank's on, that's the best there ever was. And, yeah, he's uh, he going to be up here this summer, this summer coming. So I cannot yeah. wait for that. I hope he's, I hope he's still, cause you, cause you could get different shows from Hank and when Hank's, but when Hank's on, there's no better. And, um, so we got to go to that. Um, 
and typically, you know, it, it's on the road, but you know, I'm lucky now where I live, we have a amphitheater 10 minutes from my house, uh, oh, at nice. the wharf in orange beach. And they bring a lot of good acts through. We saw, uh, turnpike troubadours, uh, a couple months ago, got uh, my boys Muscadine bloodline open for them, which was awesome. Um, we saw, who did we see? Um, uh, not Dave Matthews, but uh, what was it? Dave Matthews. Yeah, it was Dave Matthews. Saw Dave Matthews a couple months ago at the Wharf. It was a good show. Uh, and then you know, at the Floribama, for me, I get I get to see great acts. Maybe yeah. not the ma- major acts, but I get to see all kinds of cool acts come through the Floribama. I got to see Adam Hood a few weeks ago do a whole two hour or hour and a half acoustic show by himself for a couple of hundred people, and was just like. How good is this? You know, I, I, I couldn't pay to get this good a spot and I'm running sound for him. And then, uh, you know, Taylor Hicks had him at the floor Bama this summer. Awesome. Awesome show, man. He fine wine right there. Dallas Moore, another one. Fine wine. They just keep getting better. Yeah. And I've I'm been, like, I've been trying know. to get Dallas Moore on this show for almost three years. Oh dude, I can make that happen. I'll oh, make that God. happen. As soon as I we would get love on. to talk to him. Yeah. I'll make that happen as soon as we get off. 100% Sweet. we'll make that happen. Yeah. Oh, so I, I was thinking back when you were talking about some of these great acts you've seen. Um, have you seen Charles Wesley Godwin yet? No, but I've heard it's really oh, good. God, we saw him earlier this year, early early spring, and holy shit. Uh, somebody, did he not? Did he just play two nights at the Ryman? He did. Uh, yeah. yeah a, a friend of mine, Aaron, I saw him post how incredible it was and i can only imagine i saw a couple clips i bet not familiar with his stuff but i know i'm gonna dig it when i get into it and um yeah they said it was phenomenal the shows at the ramen you know he gets lumped in with zach bryan quite a bit and i personally think he's light years better than don't you hate that when don't you hate that when they pigeonhole somebody because they kind of either look the same or have something to say. Yeah. I hate when people say they're I, like so-and-so. I'm like, not really. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, he's great. Like he's, he's one of those artists that, you know, I, I hate to say it, but with like a radio hit, he will be untouchable. Right. You know, and I'm not, He'll you know, one. yeah. And I'm not, you know, lately I haven't been, <laughs> team country radio because it's not been you know, quite what i was quite what i want but oh yeah um you know but it's it's still you know they still they're doing a job yep mainstream's mainstream you know that's right that's right you know just is what it is there uh there's all kinds of good music out there you're right because man i've been you know one i've really been jamming on the last couple of months you know and i go through different spells as sierra pharrell Oh Yo, my God! Yes. Good Lord, her music is fantastic. Um, I've I've had a couple of good, different, random stuff lately, but that's one I've been going back to a little bit. Um, I tell you, you know, <laughs> I'm just looking through here. So random, Corey Smith. There's a a Southern legend right there making new good music. Uh, Corey yeah. Smith's got good new stuff out. Um. <clears throat> Tony Brooke, man, a lot of, a lot of good music came out this year and, uh, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, I mean, almost too much. Like I hadn't even, I can't even keep up. I hadn't even caught up with it. You know, I've got friends that have albums out that I still haven't got to listen to yet. 
Yeah. And now, Brent, Cobb, know, Brent Cobb, Southern Star. Now I've been wearing oh, that one out this year. <laughs> yeah. Brent, Brent is great. I, yeah, oh. I, that, that album actually kind of took me by surprise. Wyatt Flores is really taking me by surprise too. I've heard he's really good. Yeah. Uh, my boys, the red clay strays, they're on yeah. fire. Yeah, yeah, they actually stuff. were up here. They were up here not too long ago, and unfortunately, we missed them. But uh, Drew, Drew Nix was on the show. Oh God, a while ago now. Before, before the Red Clay Strays kind of like blew up, you know. Right. And um, you know, they were great. They were great to have on. Yeah, I mean, just like I said, so much, so much good stuff. But um, you can't catch it all. But I, yeah, I did get to go to some shows this year outside of of on the road. Um, but I always could wish I could catch more, you know. Yeah, I know there. I know Jason Bolin was in Pensacola a few months ago. Tracy was, I, you know, or it's a day. It's the day I have to leave, or something random like that. But right. I try. I try because I still love music, all all types, you know. Yeah, yeah. Now, when when you have to leave for for tour or whatever, do you do you travel up to Justin and get on the bus together, or do they do they come down to you? No, I'll usually just fly to wherever the first show is or to Arkansas or Nashville and get on a bus. Gotcha. And leave from there. But if we're going south, like if we're doing shows in Florida, which we do a handful a year, um, they'll pick me up or I'll meet them by the interstate or something like that. Nice. But it usually, and it used to, going back to the time, you know, Justin has a beach house in Destin where he used to spend several weeks out of the summer with his kids when they were real little but now they have summer stuff to do they play ball and do different things in the summer so they don't even go down there much yeah so that and when he would do that he would base out of there so the bus would stay down there so i got a a lot more rides uh closer to home because that was you know two hour and a half from my house two hours tops instead of having to fly but um if it's a if they have an airport in the first city that's the best option go in the night before to the city be there when everybody gets there or be there to assist if anything happens with their travels getting there right right now do you do you uh do you run into that a lot where you know everybody's gonna be somewhere at a certain time and it's you know it ever gets down to like crunch time where it's like well i can't get you know delays or whatever and they can't get there until the afternoon or late afternoon of a show Every now and then, you know, we have bus problems and things. I know Justin's bus had a problem uh, just a month or so ago, and he he got he got there with five minutes before showtime. We had to do the meet and greet after the show. We pushed the show back ten minutes. The bus broke down, and they it all, they barely got it fixed and barely got there in time. Um, Damn. And yeah, the band. I know going out to Dewey Beach last year, the the band bus broke down, and they were behind everyone. So. Nathan had to get in the, they went and got some rental vans and loaded everybody up and came to the show. The bus driver stayed, got the bus fixed, came on later, you know, we've been, I remember one time we were supposed to play in little rock with Miranda and we were in Dallas and we were snowed or we'd gotten to Dallas from somewhere. And then they shut all the flights down because, uh, snow and ice, they no commercial flights leaving out of DFW. And we were, we had to get to little rock and play the show. This was middle afternoon mid you know yeah noontime and uh so we had to find somebody with a jet and air a field somewhere that would take off and get a cab to a private field and get a plane to that would take 
with keeping that Central Mass vibe going, we have to thank our friends over at the DCU Center. Again, here in Worcester, dcucenter.com. They are the premier venue here in Central Massachusetts. They are a mid-size arena. They're the home of the Worcester Railers, the Massachusetts Pirates, Numerous concerts, numerous events. Check them out, dcucenter.com. They are at 50 Foster Street right here in Worcester. Cheers. So sometimes you just got to do whatever you got to do. It, it's yeah. crunch times, yeah. But, but you know, when, they, when everybody sees you on stage, they, no one has any clue that all that went down. Right. To it. Right. Yeah. Well, it, you know, it's funny because we, uh, we saw Riley Green at um, Indian Ranch where we had saw you the first time. My man, were... Duck Man, love that guy. Yeah. And he kind of had a day like that when we saw him, right? He did a bunch of radio stuff in the morning on the Cape. Yep. And then he played the show in the afternoon here. And then he had to be in Nashville on stage for something that same night. Mm. And from all accounts, he made he made it all work. I couldn't fucking believe it. Yeah. I mean, it's expensive, but you can make it work. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if everything goes according, you know. Yeah. It's oh, wild. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's crazy what you know the behind the scenes stuff that you know even I've learned in the time of doing this that you know a lot of people don't see or care about or or any of those things where it's like damn like this is it's intense. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, a lot of moving parts, you know. Yeah. A lot of randomness. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, I know I asked you about shows you did this year, talking about inter- uh, artists and stuff people you've had on your podcast this past year had any had, oh. you had some really cool conversations what were some what were some highlights that you could oh that you would speak of um we've 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 had a really great year um you know we've had shane smith and the saints on again nice. um one that we actually just recently did was jake lentner he's a cody jinx's guitar player okay he was great um, we had Uncle Lucius on not too long ago. They were fantastic. Nice. Um, God, we've had LV Shane on. Um, Don Campbell was on. We've had Palmer Anthony. We've had, oh, God, so many. We've had yeah, so many. Sounds like, sounds like you've had a big year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm like kind of going through and looking at, uh, we had Myron Elkins, if you don't know who that is. That kid has got it. Okay. He has got it. Um, that down. Uh, Joe Stam we had on. Did you do any of these remote? Did you do any of these on location or did you do it No, no, in? we do it all over the phone, unfortunately, gotcha. for the most part. Um, gotcha. Yeah, we, uh, we've had, you know, looking through here, we've had some great, great guys and girls. Um, we had uh, We had Eric Nelson. He was on 1883. Okay. Uh, you know, he was he was fun. Um we had Travis Denning on this year. Nice. Uh, Love Travis. You know, when I first met Travis, he was playing guitar for Jordan Rager. Really? Out opening tour for Justin, yes. Um, no kidding. I think who direct support was. I can't remember who it was during that time. But he but uh, yeah, they were out with it. That was they were a hoot. Yeah, we had uh, Walker Montgomery on. Yep, met him a few times. Nice yeah. guy. Yeah, Walker's a great dude. We had J.D. Clayton on. Sweet. Yeah, and like that, J- again, J.D. Clayton was before he really mm-hmm. exploded, you know. We had uh, Adam Church. Do you know who Adam Church is? He's like Luke Combs' guy. Adam Church. 
Yeah, he he was in Luke's band when okay. Luke first first started. Gotcha. Uh, he was great. You know, he had some really cool Luke stories. We had uh, Raylan Nelson on this year. Um, she's Willie's granddaughter. Yep. Um, That's she so won't cool. mind me saying she won't mind me saying this out loud because she was up here. And we, I, you know, I'll never get to say this in my in ever again probably, but I got to smoke weed with Willie Nelson's granddaughter. So that was hey, nice. You know? Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was Hell the highlight yeah. of my year, I think. <laughs> I, I that's what I was that's the why I asked that question. I was like, what's the goods on this? That's awesome. Yeah, that's a yeah. I mean, that's who could how many you know, yes, absolutely. Right. I love how it. how many opportunities do you ever get to say that? Nope. Nope. Yep. Absolutely. You know? I, I so love yeah, it. yeah, we had a we had a great year, you know, guest wise. It was awesome. That's awesome, man. Yeah, you got to go to some shows, you got to talk about a lot of cool music. And yeah. uh, what's uh, what's on the agenda for for the holidays going into the new year for you? Do you have uh, any any you bought you got any tickets purchased currently or guests um, lined up? For guests, we still have a lot. We so I've been out of work for the last few months, so I just kind of like jumped in and did a ton of episodes and like didn't really think about it. Yep. Um. So we still got quite a handful to send out before the first of the year. Um, and we're going to get all the, everything that was backlogged out so that we can start the new year fresh. Um, so we got some really great episodes coming out. Um, we have Eli Howard coming. He, he was great. We have the Comanche Comancheros. I always fuck up their name, but they were, they're great. They're out of Comancheros. Yes. Yes. Hey, I tell you, speaking of, uh, I tell you a band that we played with this past weekend at the rodeo that's awesome. Ken Folks. Um, okay. K e n f a u x. Ken Folks. Man, that's a good. I think they're they're a Texas based band. Man, they were fantastic. Put them on your radar too. All right. Um, yeah, I just I, wrote them down. I didn't swap numbers, but I told I'm gonna get I, I Bart. But I saw Bart Butler, who's John Party's producer. I saw him amongst other people but i saw bart before our show backstage and he had asked me did i catch him i was like man i heard him out here it sounded great i didn't get to catch much though and he said they're my boys from texas you need to meet them so i met a couple of the guys they were super cool um and then i jammed some of their stuff afterwards man yeah great band yeah yeah that's awesome i love that um i think since i'm not sure if we did it before you i talked to you or after but we also get to at some point in there, we uh, we talked to Chris Cagle. That was a great nice. Yeah, yeah. We uh, I've made He's friends. He's a hoot. With, yeah. Oh my god. He he uh, he was awesome. He w- he said more than I ever expected him to say out loud. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the first time you met him, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He's a hoot, man. Oh man, he was awesome. You know, because um. We've we've gotten close with uh, I don't know if you know him or not, but his name is Jeff McMahon. Name sounds familiar. Yeah, he was uh he was McGraw's keys player for like fifteen years, and now okay. he's now he's playing keys for Kegel, and so that's how that all worked out. But you know, it was you know because he even kind of like you know prefaced it. He's like you know Chris is going to be Chris, and I was like, what does that mean? He goes, you'll you'll figure it out real quick, and I was like, all right. And it was awesome. It was so good. That's cool. 
Yeah, yeah, it sure was. Um, oh, you know, you know what? Another big highlight for us this year was we got to hang out with uh, Aaron Lewis for a little while. Sweet, yeah, Aaron's super cool guy. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's it's funny, you know, because you you know, being in the industry, you hear shit about people all the time, and you know, all that stuff, and you know, Aaron had, you know, people had always come to me and been like, oh, you know. Aaron won't do this. Aaron won't do that. Or, you know, whatever. But man, I got off, I got off the, uh, the band's bus because we were, we were hanging out with Mikey Way and his, his, uh, guitar tech. And, um, you know, he was right, Aaron was right out there outside of his bus and we just shot the shit and he was like super sweet and super, you know, excited to talk to us. It was, it was awesome. That's, that's very cool, man. Yeah. He's super cool. I, I met him first time when I was with Party um off somewhere and, and yeah he was super cool as then i've hung out with him several times since yeah super yeah. cool cat yeah especially you know from being out here you know it was it was awesome to see that you know he was he he wasn't you know the hardest oh no here, no. You know? no but uh so that was great that was awesome and then obviously seeing you guys you know like yeah that's that goes without God, saying, that, I think. and that seems like that seems like forever ago, though. You know, it does it's time. I mean, this it's like I said, it's been a long year. I don't I don't know what to attribute. I feel like daylight savings when the sun changes here, it was more drastic than normal. I feel like it's just been a long year for whatever Dude, reason. Dude, I can't agree with you more because this this time change this this last one screwed me up for like two weeks. Yeah, I mean, it was it's just brutal. Yeah, it's just uh. <laughs> It's unexplainable, but hopefully we're going to, hopefully 2024 is going to be a bright new dawn to a new nice year and it'll be fun. And yeah, absolutely. No, easy. You, other than the Kojo tour, do you have anything else lined up for next year that, um, obviously I'm sure you can't talk about it, but that is on the, the burner. Yeah. Well, we do have, there are a few things I don't know if I'm supposed to mention yet, but we do have some cool stuff we're going to do later in the year. Um, I know that. Um, so be look what they're by listening out for those announcements, but, um, we've got a few cool festivals we've already booked. Um, uh, we've already booked a, a good many rodeo shows for next year. seems like rodeo season is going to be a good one for us next year. Cause I know we've booked a few of those and I've seen a few uh, offers for some of those, um, come across last week or so. Um, you know, and, and uh, you know, a lot of the, uh, not the same places, but the, you know, the circuit that we've done, you know, the, the, the fairs and festivals, you know, a lot of that type stuff. And then, um, um, nothing, nothing venturing off. I know we we're talking about trying to do some stuff back in Alaska or Hawaii and, um, uh, and another run up in Canada, but don't have anything solid yet. I know they're working through this Kojo stuff, uh, but I'm, I'm sure it'll be a nice full round calendar by the time yeah. we get rocking next oh, year. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And then, you know, you guys just released a single with This Is My Dirt, which is fantastic. Yep. Climb, rising fast, too, man. It's, it's rocking. Yeah. yeah. Now, does that – no, I know Justin just put out an album this year, but is, it, is this single – you know, indicative of there's something more to come soon. Yeah. I think he's got another album coming off this. I don't oh, know when, but I'm sweet. sure. Yeah. I'm sure this will, I'm sure this will be off the new album whenever that drops. I don't know what the date is on that, 
Um, hopefully we'll have a Justin Moore podcast to announce all that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I don't know exactly, um, but I, I'm assuming that's what it'll be. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, yeah, he said, got- he said he's got a lot written. He told me last time we talked when he was talking about the new record, he said, we cut X amount of songs. He said, but I still got all these I wanted to use. So I, I don't know. He may churn a couple out. Who knows? That's awesome. That's awesome. Cause you know, I, I, you know, when my inbox got that, uh, got, this is my dirt. And it was like, you know, it was like, you can't open this until this time. And it was like, yeah. it literally had a countdown on it. I was like, holy right. shit. Like, this is like legit. Yeah. And, um, that's cool. You know, you know, I got to, I think I got to open it like an hour or so before it went to radio. And it, I was like blown away. I was like, this is, this is, you know, authentic Justin Moore. This is, you know, this is, what you would expect and i loved it i'm texting dallas Moore right now sweet so dallas if you listen to this um hit it's jim your, up i'm texting it's your phone no. yeah um but yeah that's cool man i um i look forward i want to get back i hope we get back up that way i know one that i'm looking forward to and i need to remind my wife tonight that we've got to um book is we're playing a show up near buffalo niagara falls i want to go look at niagara falls i've never been it's one of the few places i've never actually went and looked at the falls yeah man i've never i've never seen the falls either so i'm gonna um i'm looking forward to going doing that because a lot of times you know we're in a we're in a town but you're just at the back of a building you know you don't usually have time to go goof off it's not like we get in a day early and stay a day and all that it's usually one after another, get there, leave, next one. So um, try to take advantage of more of that. I have seen a lot of cool stuff, but we'll try to even more go see more as I get older, I guess you'd say. Yeah, no, I mean, you, you know what? You're you're in a place that I can't even – I can't even imagine living the life you live. I can't. I can't. Well, some days are better than others. <laughs> oh well, I'm sure. I mean, that's I think that's everybody, right? But oh yeah, you know, you get you have probably one of the most killer jobs in in the world. Yeah, I'm very blessed, man. It's awesome, and, and you know, and more more than even getting to go do stuff and be a part of entertainment, and all that working with just cool people, you know, normal, nice, genuine people, is yeah. uh, has been the highlight for sure. You know, no, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, you're good talking about you know things you've done and places you've gone are there are there venues you haven't seen or you know been with somebody that has played at that you want to go to um in the states because yeah. uh, i we've i've never done any european or, or, or uh, touring in asia or anything like that so i'm i would love to do some but i haven't but in the states you know trying to think done, i really have done most of them really um at some point the ones that are still here anyway you know there were there were some iconic ones that aren't here anymore that you you know um venues but yeah i can't really think of any man you know i mean we've i've done madison square garden you know red rocks a few times the gorge uh billy bobs you know the floribama the ryman um buck owens crystal palace that's a cool one yeah you know um 
not that I can think of, to be honest, Jim. I wish I, I, I wish I could say I, I really, I need to think about that because I'm sure there are. I have, yeah. I haven't been, I haven't been to all of them. Uh, but now, what about how does the? I'm trying to think because I'm, I'm terrible at remembering. But um, what about the Opry? When was the last time Justin was on the Opry? We did the Opry once or twice this year. I know once we did a a regular Opry show earlier this year. And then once we did like a, a thing for the Opry for some, like a private almost type thing for somebody, it was us and Terry Clark and a couple other people. Um, but it's only once or twice this year, I think. Huh. Now, how is that compared to like other places? Oh, it's great. It's laid back. Oh, the Opry's so laid back. You really? Know, it's just homecoming. Oh, yeah. It's so easy. You know, it's just, it's so, it's just, like a homecoming thing, yeah. Going to the Opry's a always a treat. Uh, I wish we did it more. You know, if we if Justin lived in if if Justin lived in Nashville, we'd be there all the time. But you know, it's on a Tuesday or Saturday, so right, it's tough for us. Yeah, yeah. Now, were you with Justin when he made his debut? No, no, no. It was before me. So, were you with Party when he made hit when he made his debut? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I have to. I can't remember. I'm trying to think of it right off the top of my head, but I know I was there. I had to be. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I was. I'm yeah. trying to remember back to we talking about it last time, and um, yeah, so memories, memories. My memory is slipping <laughs> in middle age, Jimbo. <laughs> oh man, it's it's you know it's it can't be that bad. It's that or this Jack, one of the two. I, I think we're gonna go with the Jack, Jr. Yeah, that's what I say, but uh, but now you know, and I, I'm sure, and that's the surprise. Every now and then we go somewhere, and I'm like, oh man, this is cool to get to play here because you know you forget about some. There's so many cool places, you know. Every town's got a theater and a this or that that's that's cool or iconic. Yeah, and then there's new stuff. You know, my wife and I were in Vegas this past weekend and got to go to see the uh, Postcard Earth show at the the Sphere. Yeah, you know, and I mean, golly, I could only imagine playing in there. How that could be? I oh mean, man, wow. is it as big as it looks? Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. It's like a, it's like a big, it's like one side of a huge basketball arena. Wow, just one big wall of seating, but it's pretty steep and, but it's fine and it's state of the art. It was wild, man. Now, was how was the sound? Incredible. Yeah. Everything was the, it had the, the concussion on your seats, you know, vibrating and moving and the sound and the wind and it was wild. Damn. Damn. Yeah. yeah. That's, were you but, guys close to the stage or? No, we, we didn't have great seats. They weren't cheap though, either. Oh, no, that. I'm sure. That's going to run you, but, I'm um, sure. um, but you're you're close enough, man. And that screen's just so big. It's like the only thing I can equate it to is like walking up to the Grand Canyon. If you've ever been to the Grand Canyon, it's just too much to take in. You walk up to the edge, and you're like, whoa! You can't even yeah. look at it all. It's too much. Wow. Yeah, it's all inspired. Now we got to thank our friends on the North Shore, the Porch Southern Fair and Juke Joint. Our buddy Jonathan. Post is the head chef and owner of The Porch. They are at 175 Rivers Edge Drive, right in Medford, Massachusetts. Don't want to miss this place. They have some of the best food 
in the region. Jonathan has brought his Nashville roots here to New England with the food, with the hospitality, and most of all, the music. Check him out, theporchsouthern.com. But um, that was, and then, you know, there's a lot of, uh, of uh, you know, I've never played like all the big stadiums or anything, but as far as like music venues, I think I've done most of those, but there's some in LA and some, some older ones I hadn't got to, but yeah, maybe one yeah, day. I've, I've always wanted to go inside the Troubadour. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a bucket I, list venue. Yeah. Been there. Never played it. Uh, been to the rainbow room. Look, me and Terry Lee Palmer went to the rainbow room looking for Lemmy. <laughs> one time. No, he just left, they said. We sat oh. and had some drinks, smoked some cigs in his honor. Nice. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, <clears throat> there's there's tons of cool places because, you know, any, you think about anywhere, a lot of times, like basketball arenas at school, you know, at, at colleges and stuff. Like, I'd love to play, like, Coleman Coliseum in Tuscaloosa, you know, yeah. or, or the basketball arena at Troy, you know, something like that with a big show. Um. You know, kind of old school. Yeah, yeah. I I miss you know I when I was in college I used to do all those kind of like college arena shows for bands that were coming through and they were great. Those were mm-hmm. some of probably the the most rowdy shows I've ever been to in my entire life. Yeah, those are. All, I mean, you know, you just never know. You catch a, catch a right band on a hot night, hot right. crowd, good times. Yeah, absolutely. I think absolutely. that uh, I think the 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 club scene uh it should be just bumping right now you know i don't i don't get to go as much as i used to but that mid-level club scene should be huge right now yeah you know it, it's funny because you know around here we have a ton of those and you know some of the some bigger names right are are going through those you know right. like the house of blues and um you know up here the house of blues the paradise you know um we have a new we have a new um theater called the mgm music hall right near fenway um you know and that's kind of getting you know not the mid-level but the you know in between the you know bigger arenas and clubs you know what i mean right and uh so those have been pretty interesting to see too yeah a lot of times those are the best shows i think i think theater shows are the best to me yeah if i'm if i'm going to a show or anything i think a theater show is always the best to me yeah absolutely absolutely you know i'm also getting to the point where it's like i also want a seat uh, yes you know, a nice seat a yeah. decent seat yeah i don't i'm not sure how much standing i can do anymore right yeah though i think the last show i stood for for like the whole thing like for an for an arena show was oh god it I think it was Cody in Albany, New York. And it was, I, I wanted to cut my legs off. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I got, I got to get my, I got to sit some move. Yeah. I like my space. Yeah. That's, that's the other thing. It's tough for me to go to shows because I just, it's hard to not go into being at work mode. Oh, Um, sure. And I usually don't stay for the whole, even like Hank Jr., which I was just too elated. I, I, run out of energy after about eight songs or nine songs I had to leave. Um, but, uh, it's just hard to, to not go into that mode and, yeah. um, want to go, you know, have the, the freedom I always do. And I don't always have the freedom. <laughs> right. Right. Now for, have you ever met Hank? 
Yes, I met Hank a few times over the years. Oh yeah, I think we talked about that last time. Yep. He's Legend. gonna be he I the stories he must tell must be nuts. He's not he's not really I've never get gotten to really hear him hear him tell any. He's he's uh you know, Hank's Hank's an icon. He's rare air. You don't get around Hank much, you know. Yeah. Um uh, but I've heard some stories of him telling and, and stuff. It's just he's been there. He was there through it all. You know, he's he was there. He's been right. friends with all of the legends, you know. And the legends we think of, they looked up to his dad. So, I mean, it's just. Right. And then, you know. Yeah. I mean, the whole, the whole family. I mean, you know, then go down to Hank 3. Hank 3 carved his own path. And everybody, I still love his music. He's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Hank 3 is, is incredible. And very, right. you know, I would say very underrated. Oh, yeah. Too, oh, by far. Could have been the biggest thing in anything he wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> but he wanted he didn't want to play any games, I guess. I don't really I, – I met him a few times. Saw his show, The Exit In, back in the day. And, uh, man, he just awesome. He could sing and play. I mean, he's as good as anybody for yeah. sure. And, and those and those uh, couple of records he put out there were, all, were great. Great songs, great records. I mean, just killer. Yeah. And you know it's it's wild how much he sounds like his grandfather. Oh yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, um, you know because we, we got to think right. You know Hank Senior would have turned a hundred this year. Yep. You know, and then you know both Cephas he's going to be what seventy, 80? almost 80? seventy. Yeah, he's yeah. mid seventies. I think he's seventy three. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, that makes sense. You know, and then you think about Willie. You know, Willie turned ninety this year. Oh yeah. You know, and it's because how? All right. So then, speaking yeah. speaking of the legends like that, how old is Christofferson at this point? He was a hair younger than those than Willie and those guys, but he's got to be right there. Yeah. But then you know, like William Lee Golden for the Oak Ridge Boys, he's yeah. mid eighties. Uh, yeah. Ray Ray Stevens, um, they call him the Streak. Um, he's mid eighties. Um, you know trying to think who and we're running out of that era of legends there's just not that many that era of legends around yeah. anymore uh, i know. just looked it up chris christopherson is 87 oh wow yeah he he turned 87 in june you know david allen co he's still kicking people don't talk about co enough very no they don't i agree big, a big a country artist as there ever was oh my recognizable God. songs singing playing co was a hit maker man yeah you know jr it's funny when i i worked at a small venue um and co used to come in, come through like four times a year and every show was always sold out you know he he always sat you know at that time yep. he was he was sitting but my god could he still play and sing it was just unbelievable yep unbelievable and he's still kicking living down in florida even justin will text every now and then Really? Um, yes. Yeah. Because he's not playing anymore, right? I don't think so. I looked and I didn't see anything the yeah, last time he's... we text with him. In September, he turned eighty-four. Yeah. So I could, you know. And he's had back issues and other health stuff. Right. I'm hoping we get to run into him next time we're down there. Try to make a make a way to. Yeah. Go see him. You know, but yeah. uh, but you know that era, you know. There's just not many of that era legends left. Then you go down to the next, then you go down to the eighties and nineties stars. Right. Um, you know, 
same there. There's a, there's a lot of them, and I'm right. glad they're all I'm glad they're all still working and playing, but not you know not as many as there was. Yeah, like I just looked it up. Vince Gill is 66. Yeah. So you know, and like he would, I think he, I you know, I think he's in the ne- in that next tier, right? Yeah, him wow. and Ricky Skaggs and uh, Dwight Yoakam and uh, Patty Loveless and uh, Pam Tillis and. Uh, would have been, you know, the, that eighties, uh, uh, Clint Black, yeah, um, Garth, Alan Jackson, straight. Yeah. That's the next bunch. Yeah. Now in Reba, Reba's almost seventy. Reba. Reba just turned sixty-eight this past year. Yeah. Well, I guess Dolly's Dolly's one of the icons. She's yeah. one of the she's one of the OG icons. God, now I need to know how old Dolly is. They talked about it when she was eighty something because she was in that Cowboys uniform and they made all the oh, games. Yeah. She's seventy seven. Seventy seven. Get it, Dolly. Yeah. You know Go what? Girl. She she is such a badass, huh? Badass. Mar- that's that's an American uh uh all American story right there. There's a rags yeah. to riches, literally rags to riches right there. Yeah. Work hard, do it the right way. You know, American dream right there. Have you ever met Dolly? You know, I don't think I've ever met Dolly. I've been in the room with her, but I don't think I've ever actually met Dolly Parton. I don't oh, think so. Damn. She must be electric. Gotta be. She gotta Have to be. Like, I'm trying to think. Where did I, where would I have seen? She was at the Kenny Rogers thing we did that time. Okay. And I, can't, I just don't think I met, I got to be around her. I think she came in and they, I don't think I got to meet her though. Yeah. She they kind of brought her in, swooped her in, swooped her out kind of thing. Yeah. That's the, that was the only time I ever was around Taylor Swift. Uh, was walking somewhere at a th- at a thing, and I mean, she had a circle around her. Oh, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. It's funny you bring up Taylor. It's her birthday today while we're talking. Oh, happy birthday, Swiftie! Uh-huh. Yeah, she's like 35, I think, or 34. I'm not sure. She's under the me. Wow. Yeah, that yeah. ages that ages me for sure. Yeah. Oh, come on, you're not first. That. Remember when she first started? I I'm, I'm like I remember like she was. You know what, fifteen, sixteen, or whatever. Yeah. First hearing the name. Yeah. Big star. Uh, yeah, that's another one right there. You, you know, work hard, man. She's become a mega, mega star, multi-genre, you know, international, global star. It's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're actually going to see the Pats on Sunday, and the Chiefs are in town. So, I kind of just assume she's going to be there. God, I wish that that whole thing needs to give. I, I, that whole thing needs to quit. They're going to have oh, to figure right? out some way. Yeah, they got to come up. Or he's going to have to go start playing in new, a different, a bigger town where it's not right. a big deal or something. Right, right. Good gracious. Yeah, it's, it's you know, the, the first couple of weeks, all right, it was cute, you know, but Get now tired. it's like, all right. <laughs> it's just like any, it's just like anything else. We'll do anything. Ex- we'll, we'll distract anything except for what we're supposed to be watching or doing. Right. You know what I mean, right. we'll talk about anything else to get a click because. Whatever's happening ain't ain't spicy enough. It's just crazy. Right. I'm right. like, watch the let's watch the game. We don't right. need to even see anybody in the crowd. Watch the game. Maybe right. at halftime, acknowledge the former players or something. Right, <laughs> right. Well, speaking of football, right, and you being in uh, Alabama, and I think we talked about it last time about how much I hate the roll tide. Yeah. Um, well, in college football, isn't it a little bit bogus about how that all went down? With Florida State, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 
Yeah, I thought so too. I but you know, it is what I mean. I, it's a committee; they vote on it. You know, that's how it used to be when all the poll used to the newspapers all voted on it, and voted on a champ and stuff. It ain't. It's never been right. It's closer now than it ever has been. Uh, I think. It, I think it could be even more pushing for them wanting to expand it. Yeah, you know, to more teams. Um, but we're going to find out soon because we'll have more teams. Yeah, I hate it for Florida State, but I'm glad we're in. You know, if we lose out and don't put up a good fight and good showing, uh, everybody will say one thing. But if we win out, then, you know, it will it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's true. But um, – you know, I'm 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 sitting here and I'm thinking about you know some of these greats we were talking about and the year that was. I got to see the Judds, or at least Winona, on that uh, farewell tour she she did. Yep. Um, she was great. Oh she yes, was fantastic. Yes, she's you know, so cool. And yeah. I get to I get to see the the portion of the tour where Ashley McBride, you know, pretty much did her her mother's parts. Oh, Ashley, there's a, oh. we did, we did one show with her this year. Boy, she's good. Yeah. And I've seen her before, but she's gotten better. She, I mean, she always was, but boy, they were really good this year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got to see Ashley a couple of times this year and she's, she's nuts. It's nuts how good she is. Yeah. Fantastic thing. I tell you another one that uh, I hadn't, I guess I've never seen her live was, uh, and, and I saw her do one song this year at a, uh, I think it was at the Ronnie Millsap, uh, deal we did recently, uh, was Kelly Clarkson, man, yeah. she can sing buddy. Yeah. Yeah. I wish, I wish she, uh, would get off TV and go on tour more often. She, I wish she would too. Hey, I tell you one, I don't, was it this year I did this or was it last year? Boy, I'm uh, last My, year. Well, I'm thinking about, I just saw this, um, Robert Earl Keene. He just, you know, he's retired from the road now, but I, I saw Robert Earl Keene at a show. I flew in somewhere the night before and, uh, he happened to be playing in the theater in the town. It was like Wichita or somewhere. Damn. And I got to go see Robert Earl Keene at a nice theater there. That was awesome. He's how did he sound? Fantastic. He played yeah. all the hits. He was great. Damn. Damn. But he's retired from the road now. Yeah. I mean. You know, you get to a point where I guess you would have to, right? Yeah. I think he had some, I think he had back issues. Same thing that's kind of plaguing Alan Jackson while he's winding down. He's got the, he's got the back problems. Yeah. Nerve stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's going to come from, you know, years of standing on your feet for hours at a time. Some of that. I think, I think AJ's is just hereditary or just, you know, something. Yeah. Thing. But yeah, all that stuff definitely couldn't help. You know, guitar slung over your shoulder your whole life. Yeah, yeah, it's it's wild. It's wild. I can't I can't imagine the the stress the body goes through. You know, and the, and you know, depending on what kind of touring you're doing too, man. You know, sleeping on a bus or if you're flying a lot, you know, that's just travels tough. Travels tough on the body. Yeah, Doing yeah, a tough I, deal. It's you know, I I just I know what it's like to just you know, travel in a car or a plane for, you know, one time. Right. Right. You know, I cannot, I can't imagine going from city to city to city to city to city and, you know, and then doing, you know, like country music does doing the weekend warrior thing where it's like Thursday to Sunday. And then it's, it's a crazy, crazy schedule you guys do. It really is. But 
blessed to have a job, Jimbo. Yeah, well, man. Dal- Dallas just texted me back, said he's going to call you tomorrow. Sounds good. I look forward to that. There you go. Done deal. Um, yeah, man. Well, Jr. I, I, I thank you for taking the time, man, and coming on and shooting the shit. It's been a, it's been a great pleasure becoming, you know, acquaintances and friends. You know, I, I consider you a friend, and uh, absolutely. You know, it's you know you again, like I said at the beginning, like you've you've done more for me than I think you you'll ever realize, and I appreciate it. Well, man, I'm glad, like I said, glad to be a part of it. Thank you for inviting me on the show. Uh, I love talking about music. And, uh, you know, I listen to your show and look at who your guests are and things as, as references to who to, to pay attention to, you know. Yeah, so um, so I appreciate the work you put into to the show. And uh, look forward to doing it again. Here's the 200. Yeah. Let's do it again in, in another milestone. And um, anything fun pops up, let me know. And, if, uh, you know, you come down this way or I get up that way, let's connect. Yeah. Uh, and if anybody out there listening, JR the Handler on Instagram and Twitter, uh, catch me on the Justin Moore podcast or the Tiggs Bits podcast um, most weeks. Tiggs Bits. I, I know. Isn't that something else? It's I know. So and, uh, and yeah, let's uh, let's hook up. Shoot me one, jrthehandler.com. Uh, Boots and Whiskey podcast, man. What a great podcast. Keep doing it, Jimbo. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me and cheers, Every brother. Time. Yeah, same to you. And, you know, when, when you guys are up here, you know, when you're up in Worcester, the venue you're playing at, we actually have a great relationship with. So awesome. Um, I'm trying to convince them to convince the right people to let me have a little more access than maybe normal. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Well, keep me in the loop. Let me know if anything I can do to help. I will, man. I will. So I appreciate you again, you know, and. Thanks for having a drink with me and shooting the shit and catching up and and being, you know, episode 200. The last time you were here, you were episode 88. Wow. And that was in July of 22. Wow. Man, rocking, buddy. I hear you. Yeah, man. Keep them going, man. Keep up the yeah. good work. Yeah. I, I need to, uh, I probably need to slow down a little bit, but I don't want to. Yeah, get them while you can, man. You might, you know, get them while you can. You can always hit them in the can and use them later. This is archival stuff. Some of these, you know to have this stuff recorded you know think about when when, when any of these people you interviewed or later in life want to play it for their family or just to have you never know right. right you might you might have the next taylor swift had already been on here we don't even know it yet who knows who knows you know i mean i have had a few people that have been on this show and then you know a month or two later they're making their opry debut oh yeah so, you know yep. i i think i can i you know i i can see talent when it's there <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I know. I love it. Well, keep them coming, buddy. We'll talk soon. Thank you, Jimbo. Sounds good, JR. We'll talk to you soon. All right, brother. See you, bud. See you. Bye. So I think I would be totally remiss if I didn't mention our friends over at 10thwhiskey.com. That's 10th Mountain Whiskey and Spirit Company. They're out of Vail, Colorado. Great, great friends of ours. We, um, we don't like bourbon here at the Boots and Whiskey Podcast, and they make the absolute best bourbon I've ever tasted in my entire life. And I'm not saying that because they've been great to us. They have the best bourbon, the best rye I've ever tasted in my entire life. So check them out, 10thwhiskey.com. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey Podcast sent you. Cheers. Hey, hey. Jimbo. J-Har, man. What's up? Hey, brother. Sorry, man. Don't be, bro. Dude, this is this is a treat every time I get to talk to you. I know, buddy. I um I'm sorry I've been so busy the last couple of weeks and been 
my time's been wonky and stuff, but I'm I'm up and ready to rock. I love it, man. You know, I I uh for those of you that are listening, I um JR has been on the show before, and if you don't know who he is, um one, shame on you, but two, he's going to give us a little quick brief update on who he is for those of you that don't know. But this is also episode two hundred of the Boots wow. of Whiskey podcast. And I wanted JR to be on today for that because you know, a couple of reasons. One, you know, JR, you've been such a, you know, a really good friend of mine in this whole business. And I appreciate the hell out of it. And two, you know, the first time you came on, you practically broke our podcast. So, <laughs> well, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. But... That was a great thing. It's great for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, good. good. Well, I'm glad I broke it the right way. You sure did, man, and I we appreciate it. You know, you kind of like you kind of helped us blow the doors wide open, and you know, really, we couldn't. I don't think we'd be in the position we are right now without you. Oh, buddy, well, anything I can do to help, man? I always love what you were doing with the young artists from your area, and uh, they're coming out of Nashville and the country vein. So uh, when when we connected and you asked that I want to come on, I was like, absolutely, man. And I've listened to a bunch of episodes since then, and you do a great job, and it was meant to be, and. If I helped in any way, I, uh, you're welcome. But I don't. I think it's more you than me, brother. But glad to be uh, here nonetheless. And uh, speaking of uh, opening up some, I just opened a brand new fresh bottle of Gentleman Jack. About to pour me one since we are oh, on the Boots and Whiskey podcast. That you know sounds I mean? great. You know what? Now, I, all right, fine. I guess I'll pour myself a drink. I, I mean, you you want to do the evening podcast? This is what you get when you do evening podcast. Yes, I, I guess. You know, it's. <laughs> It's funny because, you know, I'm a big Jack guy, but I don't have any currently. Um, I don't know why. I think I drank it all. I must have drank it all. It happens. Um, so, you know, I'm going to go with my next go-to, which is going to be the uh, the 10th Mountain Whiskey and Spirit Company um, bourbon that I have. Nice. Yeah. Have you had this before, JR? I don't think so. Oh, man. Next time... I mean, I think you can probably get it where you are, but if you're ever in Colorado, okay, you know, if you know, if you ever get back to that state, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, this up, man. It's Maybe so you never know. We might get through there sometime. Actually, I don't know if you saw the pictures. We had a blast. Justin and Cody and I went to Colorado about a month and a half ago and uh, went elk hunting. And man, uh, we're outside of Pueblo, beautiful country up there. Um, and got to drink. I drank a lot of tequila while I was there. Actually. Uh, <laughs> But uh, didn't go to any distilleries or anything like that, or uh, but did get some some hunting in and uh, beautiful beautiful country up there. Um, what uh, what's going on in your part of the world? It's chilly down here in the south today. What's going on in the northeast? Um, you know we're starting to get colder. Um, you know last weekend was kind of weird. It was in the fifties. Um, you know the the daytimes have been kind of mild, or you know, in the mid thirties, it's, it's been wow. really weird up here. Yeah. Yeah. It's we, uh it's chilly enough for me. I'm, I'm over it. I didn't move to the beach to be cold. I'm just yeah. going to put that out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I definitely, you know, we got that, um, you know, the tornadoes that went through middle Tennessee and all that. Oh, that, wow. Yeah. Horrible. That storm, we got the tail end of it. We got the rain in the, you know, a little bit of the wind portion of it, but right. Um, you know, luckily knock on wood it was it was just rain you know yeah. so well hopefully that's the last of any of that this year we get through the yeah. year without any more catastrophic storms or fires or anything oh it's been a been brutal so prayers to all those people for sure 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, but other than that, man, we just kind of, you know, we're rocking and rolling. That's awesome. Yeah, episode 200. Bravo to you for sticking yeah. with it and having the gumption to make it and see it through. Uh, I'm glad to be on episode 200. Maybe um, we'll do 400 and 500 and 1,000 at some point. Too. Damn, man. If, if if we get to 1,000 as quick as we got to 200, I think my wife will divorce me. <laughs> it's all about it's all about timing. My wife and I have it figured out. If, if she knows, I have to tell her ahead of time if I'm podcasting in odd times. If it's middle of the day and we're both supposed to be working anyway or something and I have to do one, it's usually not too bad. But if it's in the evening, I have to give her a heads up. Yeah. way she can plan on either having a friend over, going somewhere, you know, arrange her evening and time frame. Uh, Absolutely. To, to link Absolutely. up. You know what I mean? Well, you know, speaking of you in the podcast world, you have like, what, 800 podcasts you're on right now, it feels like? <laughs> well, I do. Well, it just depends. Depends on what week it is. You know, some days are better than others. I'll do as many as I get asked to be on. I tell you, Jim, I like doing it. I love talking about, you You know, different topics. Half the time on uh, the one I've been doing mostly uh, with my friend Tiggs and Blasey uh, is the Tiggs Bits podcast, um, which Half the time, I don't even know what they're talking about, but it's interesting, <laughs> and I let them inform me on what their what what the new topic is, and uh, it's just a blast talking, you know, about current topics as well as well as sometimes having guests and going into deep dives on subjects. Um, it's just fun to chop it up, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, and then deep diving into music and food and culture and different, you know, stuff. I know uh, Justin and I and Cody just did one after we got back from hunting. Um, and that's always fun doing them with Justin. And, um, we had Priscilla on a month or so ago and that was real fun. And, uh, then yeah, just, you know, anytime I get a chance and can make it work, I try to make it work. You know what I mean? I mean, we're only going to get one chance to do this thing and, um, might, might, might miss something, must be present to win. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. You know, that, that podcast that you've been on the Tiggs bit, that's going to be the greatest podcast name in the history of podcasts you know it took me like a month of doing shows with them before i realized the play on words words they were using i thought it <laughs> i totally thought it was because he's from lsu so it was tiger bites the tigs bits i didn't swap the letters and realize i said oh I, i'm the last one on that end on that joke too but oh man it's very clever <laughs> it is very very good i'm just so very beneath good. i'm so beneath lowbrow that i don't pick up anything so oh man you i know, missed it, it. I, I, you know, I say it all the time. Like I've, you know, I've got the humor of a 15 year old boy on like all the time. So it's, you know, I think I, I think I'm kind of the opposite. I'm like Paul Paul for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, so speaking, but speaking of your other podcast, cause we didn't really get much into this. I don't think the last time you were here, we kind of, you know, really talked about you, which I mean, we, we still are here, but um how how do you guys how do you and Justin manage you know the Justin Moore podcast because it seems like and again I'm not complaining right but well I am complaining because it doesn't seem like I get enough Justin Moore podcast episodes well yeah I, you're we I've heard that from a few people we've been you know it's just so tough with our schedules you know sure it was a lot easier when we were during the pandemic when we had a lot of free time on our hands but since touring's back up to a hundred percent. His kids are at the age also where they're not ki- small children really anymore. You know, the youngest right. one's almost seven. So they're all into 30 different things day in and day out. 
Um, so it's just really tough with our schedules. And unlike most podcasts, you know, we don't live in the same place. We don't go to a studio. It, we do it the hard way um, in with distance. Um, and getting guests when you live in central Arkansas or south Alabama is not near as easy if you're in Nashville or a, a bigger town. So right, right. Um, scheduling and all that stuff. But, you know, not making any excuses, just um, – just basically just hadn't had time to get them in you know yeah it's uh, yeah it's hard it's a lot but we try when we can and we talk about it a lot and then you know something will go down and we have to miss a day here and then we push back then we've got to fly out so we're going to keep doing it though so nobody give up on us there's a lot more great episodes uh, to come we might have fired out the hole a little too hot you know but we were at home when we started that and we had you know we were itching because we there was no creative outlet for anybody and uh now that the grind's back on and you know it's just a um it's been a long long year you know um and getting back in the swing of doing them on a regular basis once we get our schedule back down next year i think will be easier and i don't think we'll be doing them once a week like we started out but we'll we'll have episodes coming out and it is it's because there's no like we're not part of a podcast organization or a a media group or anything like that there's no producers or anything it's just cody on the back end and me and justin recording it so you know it's kind of um it's kind of on us to do it and you know so it's it's a lot to it you know what i mean oh trust me I, i i get it man it's you know, it's and I have easy. and I have to play Booker half the time, and I'm trying to you know right. hit, hit our friends up and people we meet and through passing and stuff, and I'm just like, man, I hate. It's like I'm selling them something almost, and most people, no one ever minds really, but still, it's like, you know, you know, everybody's busy, but um, it you know, yeah, we ha- we've had some great episodes though, man. I looking back, I was just thinking about landing some of those guests and stuff, man. What a what a run, um, and there'll be a bunch more, you know. Yeah, man, I I love what you guys do, and you get you know, um, you guys just play off each other so well. You know, it's like, you know, you you two are, you can tell how close you guys are through the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, it it like again when you live on the bus with each other for ten years, and you know, uh, spend as much time as you do with each other, and and work and out of work um you know you kind of get you kind of got to get along get a groove and we just i've never had any issues we've been friends since day one so um if that makes it easy you know yeah and we're and we're kind of yin and yang you know on a lot on some stuff you know what i mean we're kind of centered the same way but we're still i'm a little more this he's a little more that and it's funny you know yeah um, absolutely so so now you know now that we've kind of got into this quite a bit um I kind of forgot that maybe some people don't know who you are. Um, you want to kind of fill in everybody who you are, you know, cliff note version. Just yeah. Because. Yeah. Um, yeah. J.R. the handler. I tour manager for country music's Justin Moore. Um, I've been a TM for about 20 years. Uh, I do the podcast with Justin, um, do a couple other podcasts, but uh, yeah. Tour manager in the space of country music, uh, country music, historian, music, guru buff i love all types of music history stuff cool things like that so i don't know a whole lot about one specific thing but i know a little about a whole lot of things (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i love that i love 
that. You know, you guys, you know, going back to it, you guys have had quite the year, huh? It's been like, oh, yeah. I feel like it's been so, you know, huge, but all over the place and also very quiet, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it, well, we were still doing makeup shows from the pandemic up until the beginning, you know, first quarter or so of this year. Okay. So, and then and then finally getting all that adjusted, and now tours are back going. But you got to think, man, there's so many acts going out. The whole industry's just um, it's just wild with yeah. with how much you know how much stuff's going on and, and how hard it is to get things done and um. And then, you know, just a, a, a weird year. Like I said, just a, a rough year. It was, we had a drought down here in the south. It was brutal at home every time you got home, you know, um, and and just a long year. But, you know, that's that's the game. You know, you got you got to play if people want you to go play. And that's why, you know, you see a lot of a lot of shows in a lot of towns uh, and a lot of festivals. Seems like it's a lot more than you've ever seen. Well, there's more people and more people want to go do stuff. So, yeah. I think after being pinned up and everybody releasing back out, now everybody's back up to full speed. That's uh, it's just it's going to keep rocking. And, you know, we've got – we just played this past weekend in Vegas for the rodeo finals, and um, we have a show New Year's Eve in Oklahoma. And then we go back out about the second or third week in January to the West Coast doing shows with Cody Johnson. So, you know, we're, we're on, we have a little break this year, but it's even a shorter – time off than normal and starting back out but it's good when it, to have work you know what i mean you don't oh, yeah. you don't you don't want it to be the opposite way yeah um but uh that'll be that'll be here before you know it it seems like that's it too you know now that i'm i was actually talking to uh john party he called I, I actually i worked for john before i did justin he called me literally right before we started this podcast and we were just talking about stuff and I was like, yeah, 44, I'm 44 now. You know, it's just different. I got to get some rest. You got to get some downtime. You got to plan a little plan accordingly, you know, you got to eat right, you know, that kind of stuff best you can, uh, to, to keep rocking, you know, because when we all started, you know, in your twenties, you know, you could just, you can burn on anything, but, uh, now getting in that middle spot, got to kind of be a little more strategic. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And, and you know, if I would have known Party was calling you, I would have like jumped in sooner and been like, "Let's let's three way call this right now." We should have. <laughs> well, and he, well, that's what we were talking about. He was, at, you know, he was telling me they're going down to Mexico, um, or about the middle of January to do uh, some shows with Luke Bryant, and um, you know, so that's middle of you know middle of January. They're going down to Mexico to do some shows. So just everybody busy. Just staying yeah. busy. It's great. Yeah. And I love it. You know, I have these people, you know, are friends and people I've worked with and saw from their beginning, you know, now that going back to that middle spot, you know, I mean, Laney Wilson's the entertainer of the year and she was our opening act two years ago. Right. You know what I mean? That, that's right. wild. And that's awesome. And I'm so proud. And then like John, John, John John's rocking, you yeah. know, coach, Kojo, all of them, man. It's awesome. I just love yeah. it. I love, I love meeting the new guys and girls that come along. Um, you know, I'm, it's just been it's been a great year that too I, I felt like i've met as many or more people in a one-year time frame this year as i have any other dallas jackson here with tips and music artists are you tired of getting five dollars by freebird are you getting fans to engage with your own music venmo and Linktree are just temporary solutions until now tips and music is the one-stop shop for live music to make your life easier and monetize your set list tipsy takes venmo apple pay google pay and even credit cards all through your unique tipsy qr code 
Best part is no apps to download, so fans can pay you quickly and get back to getting tipsy while watching you do what you do best. Sign up for free today at tipsymusic.com. That's T-I-P-S-E-E music.com at Tipsy Music on all socials. Long live live music. Well, there it is. Episode 200 is in the books with JR the Handler. JR, again, man. Bro, you the, you're the, I fucking love you, brother. You're so great. You're such a cool dude. You have so much to offer. Um, and we, we really appreciate you being a friend and a mentor and, and all that. So thank you very much. We cannot wait to see you here in a couple weeks now. Um, well, a couple months, I guess. March, mid-March, you will be here in Worcester, Massachusetts, over at the DCU Center with our friends over there for Cody Johnson. Cody Johnson will be here. Drake Milligan will be opening that show. Looking forward to that. Um, a little insider baseball to, to steal from our friends over there at the Justin Moore podcast. We are going to be doing some big, heavy stuff with that tour when it rolls into Worcester. So keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. You never know what's going to come. Shit, I don't even know what's going to come. I'm, I'm going to be working with them. So, you know, thank you guys again. Thank you for everybody for making this show possible. Thank you for tuning in today. Um, and I know it's a lot, but tune in this week. We're going to, we're giving, you're, we're, you're getting it all, guys. You're getting everything that has been sitting on the back burner this year. Not in a bad way, but just, you know, things come up that, you know, one episode needs to come up before another episode. Regardless of the type of conversation we have, every conversation we have here is fucking fun and fantastic. Um, and just like you heard here, you know, if, again, if it's your first time here, it's all, it's no bullshit. It's a conversation. It's I want to hear about, you know, this is all about real people, real stories, and real country, like we always say on every episode. So thank you so much for keeping this love alive. And again, I, I want to say you have like, shit, eight episodes coming this week, coming at you this week. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Seven, eight, maybe even nine coming this week. Damn. It's a busy week, guys. So thank you. Thank you for uh for sticking through it. You're gonna get to episode like two hundred and ten by the by the time season nine even starts. Um, but thank you so much, guys. Without you, this isn't possible. Until tomorrow, keep those boots on the ground, the whiskey in the glass, guys. Cheers. And also, also, before you go, um, we do have a bunch of top lists to go. We've sent out our top bands of the year. Meaning, you know, like encompassing like a, you know, it's not like a, a singer songwriter or whatever. It's a, it's a band that we had. We sent out the our top list of top 10 females of the year um, for 23 on Christmas Eve. Um, that's over on our Instagram and our Facebook. And I think maybe Christmas night, maybe last night we put out something, but I'm not sure yet. Um, I'm recording this Christmas afternoon, so... Uh, I haven't decided quite yet, but um, we got a lot of a lot of content coming with to you this week. So, fucking buckle up! Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart, guys. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Here's to 2024 and beyond. Cheers, guys. See you tomorrow. <laughs>